Welcome to the 301 Colored Commentators, a monthly podcast series where two black men from the state of Maryland debate and get their hot takes on movies, professional wrestling, and TV shows. So have a listen, have a look-see, but nonetheless, enjoy. Hey, what's up, folks? How y'all doing? Yeah, 301 Colored Commentators back in the building for episode number three. That's right. Season two, number three. That's right. And tonight... Tonight, what me and Anthony are going to be talking about are, as usual, three things. The movie we're going to be talking about, the British crime drama, the best, highest grossing British crime drama ever, Blue Story, from 2019. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Grizzly Smith. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him in a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite distasteful. Yes, yes. And, um, and finally, we'll be talking about the hit Amazon Prime TV series, Swarm. But... First and foremost, Anthony, start us off. What have you been up to? Not much. Not much? Enjoying the, enjoying the summer as it comes, dog. Uh, S- summer? We've had like a, a, a Seattle summer for the first few days. Rainy and gloomy. Correction. End of spring, <laughs> transitioning into summer. Yeah, you're right. Ever since the summer has actually officially come, we've had nothing but like dreary, stormy. And you, and you know it's not summer yet until you see girls walking around with sundresses and cork-heeled sandals on. Unbreast season is in fact here. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Yes. <laughs> love it. But um, yeah, that's all I've been really up to, just trying to live, um, enjoying the limited good weather that we have in this area. Um, and just, you know, celebrating people, chilling with people, um, music wise, loving that Afrobeat genre as I always do. Ain't there like a mansion party going on for like an Afrobeats concert slash comedy show or whatever in DC? Probably. Probably. More than likely. It's all over. We're all over the place. Africans <laughs> are taking over. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been nice. Uh, just listening to a plethora of different artists. What you got on, on there? <laughs> Look at I'm sporting my shirt I got from Public. Uh, like like Def Jam Vendetta, only yeah, all Denzel. Yeah. Word, word. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see that uh, training day. And then, um, God. isn't that Flight? Um, he, that's Flight or he, um, the joint with... Um, Which one? Jesus Shuttleworth, this joint. Oh, oh no, 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 oh yeah, that is a Jesus Shuttleworth. Yeah. He got game. He got game with Ray Allen, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, that that's basically what I've been consumed with. Uh, Devito released the album since we last talked, which was great. Well, actually, it was, probably, it was probably before that, but it's it's been it's been rocking. His concert is he's actually having a concert this weekend in um the Capital One Arena, so that should be lit. And then um. That's what that's what I saw. Capital One Arena, where where there's going to be an Afrobeat performance at. Yeah. I saw it on I saw that on IG actually. Yeah, it's gonna be big. I'm not going though, but it's gonna be big. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm big. I'm a big fan of that album, but I'm not going to the concert. So. Got you. But uh, yeah, that Ashake also released the album like last week. It's pretty or two weeks ago, something like that. It's pretty good as well. Not as good as the first one, but it's good. And just genre in general, just pumping great music, man. That's I was going to go into a little rabbit hole if we really go into it. But <laughs> just, uh, long story short, it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think in the other genres. I've been seeing your boy uh, Jim Jones trying to battle push. Push. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a that is a disaster waiting to happen, dog. But yeah, Jimmy, you just had you you had Cameron backing you, and you were just that joke was funny as hell. This man said. What do you say? I quit. I do sports. <laughs> Shout out to Killer Cam, though, for that tweet. Cam's a comedian. What was the tweet? It was an IG post. 
Cam is a legend, dog. If, if I don't come, I'll send one of my cars. Yeah, he's like, y'all can use me in my bars, but I quit, dog. I do sports. Cam is, Cam is crazy. <laughs> Love Cam, man. Dipset forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. Even though, even though them niggas got crushed in that, in that locks oh, versus yeah, yeah, battle. Yeah, locks, locks, fire. But, but um, what you been up to, man? um, what's it called? Mostly movies and um, TV series lately. I went to go see that Across the Spider Man movie. Go ahead, see that. I went. Like it. I liked it. I went to go see it twice. They they got to do a third one based on what I saw. Okay. They got everybody, to. Everybody that has seen it has told me it was great. Yeah, it's, I like the voice acting in it and the animation. It's unconventional as hell. Okay. Yeah, and and the story, it's like okay, okay, you can fit this in within the main Marvel Cinematic Universe somehow, and it'll work. They can incorporate it somehow. And they are still able to mesh and integrate the different Spider-Man. All these different Spider-Mans, they were like Easter eggs, really, for me. It's like yeah. some of these people I would only know about through the books, and I'm like, they put him in there? Oh, right. oh, they they they, they golf clap. Fire. Okay. And okay. not only that though, what's it called? Um, what other junk did I see? Oh, the TV show that I watched recently, uh, the season six of Black Mirror. I haven't seen that yet. I'm, that was better than I thought. I um, I'm a, you know, you know me that, that I usually by now I'd have taken that out because I that's still one of my top. You supposed to be on that? Yeah, it's my top three in, in Netflix. You know, I've been lifing lately, so it's been. They had a lot's been going on, so but I, I will definitely take my time and watch that show. I love that show. It never disappoints. Yeah, they were pretty good this season. Um. They are less with the less with the techno technological dystopia and more about the media satire of it. Mm. Yeah, they they went with that with several episodes. I thought. Okay. And um, they also angle. yeah different different angle yeah angle they've been doing since uh, a few seasons back actually. Yeah. Making fun of the media and how people just use their phones yeah, 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 for I everything. That, I remember that episode. I remember that episode. Yeah. And they also got a, like a little bit of a, a a deviation from the series, something called Red Mirror. It was like a throwback to like the horrors of the late seventies. It was a pretty good episode. Ah, that's right up my alley because you know English in England too. Oh, word! I, not, yeah, not, not even related to that, but I'm a big horror movie fanatic, and I like the old school ones too. So especially the ones that was made in the seventies, I fucked it hard. So yeah, um, they did their research to make it look like a real throwback seventies horror film, like the ominous music, the great big red lettering and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 I gotta check that. I gotta check that out. It was six episodes, right? Five. It was, I think it was six episodes or maybe four episodes in that one Red Mirror horror okay, joint. So it's five in total. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five, five. in total. Mm -hmm. uh, when I get to it, I'll, it'll be a YouTube watch. I usually knock that out in one sitting because they're so good. Yeah, they are. They are. But yeah, I, one of them episodes I had to watch twice. The first yeah. episode was Selma Hayek. Oh, she's in there, huh? I was like, what the hell is going on here? What? I should have got this the first episode, the first watch. Yeah. I, I had to watch it again. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I had to watch it again. I'm like, okay, there. This this show is not a not afraid to not afraid to skewer whatever. Even yeah. even the, even the people that that host them. I feel you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else? What else? What else? What else? Um. What else has been going on? Um. Not much of anything else actually. Um. Oh oh. Music wise. Music wise. Music-wise, I've just been still going old school, like old soundtracks. Nothing I've bought in recent, nothing I've bought since the first episode of this of this season, actually. Mm. With with the Sky Zoo record and the Snow Goons record, I haven't bought anything new since then, actually. Okay. But I, I hope I hope to I hope to because 
I, I buy albums. I buy at least thirty albums a year, and so far I've only bought for two. Sure, for sure, you definitely a true sticker to the, to the CD. Yes. Yes, I'm a I'm a stickler to that, and plus it's a collector's mentality. Yeah. It, sure. It's a matter of having control psychologically, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's a good point, more or less. Yeah. But um, other than that, just been those TV shows that I that I picked up on mm-hmm. and the movie that I watched. Okay. Oh, oh, and Blurred Con. I'm going to that next weekend too. Oh, what is that? It's gonna be in Crystal City. Oh, okay, VA. Mm-hmm. VA. Uh, I think one of my boys is probably going to that gym guy. Got a panel? Yeah, he was not. He's like a so. So is that along the lines of like cosplay and stuff like that? Yeah, it's pretty much Black Comic Con, pretty much. There you go. Yeah. So he's he's like a content creator mm. when it comes to like videos, making short films. Did I meet him already? At what's it called? It's either the clothing line. Yeah. Yeah. I met. I met him. I met him. I met him. Yeah. Yaki Toko. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's probably gonna be there. Okay. Be I'll know him when I see him. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. So yeah. Right into it. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. All right. The first thing we're talking about is Blue Story, the 2019 English film directed by Ratman, who's all who's also a rapper and a director. And this was his directorial debut, mind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the film stars Stephen Odubola, Michael Ward, along with Eric Kofi Abrifa, who plays Lamar in BMF. Donna baby. Mm-hmm. Khalil Best, Carla Simone Spence, Richie Campbell, Joe Martin and Junior Afolabi Salokun in supporting roles. Mm -hmm. The plot is two neighborhoods in South London, Peckham and Deptford. They're plagued by rival gangs and caught in the middle of it are two best friends, Timmy, who's from Deptford, and Marco, who's from Peckham. Mm -hmm. When Marco's attacked by gangsters from Peckham, from from Deptford, that Timmy knows, and Timmy knows these dudes, that creates a rift between the two friends that created devastating consequences throughout the movie. And the film, its themes, they focus on gang violence, friendship, betrayal, and overall black masculinity and love and youth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's I, I, mis- I mistakenly skipped over that. That's true. They do, they do actually touch. Um, the amazing part about it is it's, it's actually a musical, too. Quiet as kept. Yeah. It's, it's all gang related, but it's a musical, so it's pretty creative in that. Yeah, rap man. He narrates a lot of the um, a lot of the acts in the film musically. R- musically raps them pretty much like a yeah. like a Greek chorus. Yeah. Think of like Little Shop of Horrors, the '86 version where they had Pam, Gina, and some other chick like singing in between in between the acts and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the film is based on Ratman's 2014 YouTube series of the same name, and that in turn was based on real life English gangs, the Peckham Boys and the Ghetto Boys that lived in Deptford. The film got positive reviews from critics, and it grossed 4.7 million pounds from a budget of 1.4 million pounds, making it the highest-grossing British gangster film of all time. I didn't know that. It got nominated for like a BAFTA Best Picture, I think it what it did too. Oh yeah. I think it did. Okay. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, there are similarities between this show and the, between this movie. I'm sorry, this yeah. movie. And the TV series, the Netflix TV series that we covered uh, covered last season, nice. Top Boy and Top Boy Summer House. Big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And the plot, this plot of this film was basically kicked off because of a one big misunderstanding and teenage teenage immaturity in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What you you saw before I did, and you're more familiar with that territory. Speak on it, please. Or like Peckham. Peckham, or or the areas um, that you, you're familiar with. I mean, I was. 
was there. I was there in like the late '80s, early '90s, so it's probably changed a lot. Mm-hmm. But Peckham was still like kind of hood when I was there. Oh yeah. I don't know if about it. I don't know if it is now. What? It might be gentrified. Things have changed over the. It's been. What? What do they call the project? The projects in London, in England. What do they call them over there? Flats or what was it? Um. Well, actually, that's a good question. I know, I know they call them ends, like your territory unit. Ends. ends. Yeah, like your ends. Or, yeah. So, um, I don't know, like, what they call hoods, but I know. Well, ends are technically my hood. My uh, my I mean, ends I- is like commands for my. Area. Not even just a hood, just like projects, like the actual subsidized oh, projects. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's any much. I don't think it's. Much, it might be a word. I don't know. I, I read. Like, I read it somewhere before. Yeah, but I forget I the name. Like, I feel like it's even mentioned in um in Top Boy. I th- it, it probably is. It's even mentioned in Top Boy, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, when I was younger, Peckham was still a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. I don't know about today. It probably still kind of is, kind of like how to some extent. Um, some certain areas, even in the DMV, have kind of changed in reputation. Yeah, they have like what's it called, Rosemary. Rose, yeah, Rosemary's one. Well, it's it's called the Barrington now, but us people that grew up around that area and going there left and right, we don't call it that. It's still Rosemary to us. Yeah, even Southeast DC has changed. It has a lot drastically. Like it's being gentrified, so it's not what it used to be. I mean, it's still a little, yeah, but it's not what it was when we were in high school days. In fact, it meant there's more white folks down there now than ever yeah, before. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. one of our cl- one of our classmates actually invited me down to there to his housewarming slash fortieth birthday. Actually, oh, mm-hmm. uh, I know a few folks that that, that live down there in Southeast. Like it's decent where they are. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely changed from when you weren't want to you didn't want to be seen there. Yeah. In the, in the mid to late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know. Our homies got into a yeah uh, confrontation down there and luckily escaped with his life. But thankfully, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there's there's still grown ass men. What's it called that I know who are older than us that still try to act. They still try to act hood as hell and go down to areas like that. Try to act tough and hard, like Montana Avenue over in Northeast. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know one dude. He went. To, he goes down there frequently. Gets his ass beat. Wakes up in a hospital, and then and then then repeats the SOP again. Like nigga, nigga, what are you trying to prove? Uh, trap, as they say. Now he's one that he's like us. He's one of them black suburban dudes that 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 try. Yeah, watched one too many BET videos or whatever, and, and tries to emulate that even lost the plot. even at the age of forty. He lost the plot, dog. So you should talk him out of it, bro. Can't, can't, I can't tell that nigga nothing. He's already been to jail and everything. How old is he? He's, a, he's, a, a, a year older than us, like forty-one. Okay, so he's technically our peer. Yeah, he te- our peer, but it's like some some people you you just can't tell them nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you can only advise. You, you can only advise them. Yeah, like this film right here, gang violence. Mm-hmm. Like um. They did try to rap man. He's anti gangs. I mean, he he calls it the postcode war. Yeah, is what he calls yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he tells people like, what's it called? You don't got to defend your territory like your government agents. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it is is also very uh, synonymous and similar to some certain you know gang uh, correlations in America. Yeah, uh, like in Chicago, very similar. Like they I, have kids that. At one point, were friends mm-hmm. in elementary and, and, and 
early middle school, and by the time they get to high school, they become aware of this whole territorial hood thing. It's like and they, by default, become enemies after being best friends forever because the code is you're loyal to your your hood or whatever. It's very similar. In this. To and to a lesser extent, it's like what's it called when you're friends with all your people in elementary school, right? And different races, all different races, you don't care about that. Then you get to middle school where you become more conscious of that and veer towards people that look like you. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Like, I, I can't count how many white female friends I drift, that drifted apart from me once we got to middle school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've told you this before. Like, when I, um, when I first moved to America in, in middle school, I um, was very, I noticed the innate segregation even within the kids. Like, very, I mean, everybody was cool, but consciously people would kind of stick to. Stick to their own. Yeah. Whereas, like, that was not really the case. I mean, to be, to be, to be fair, when I was in the UK, I was a lot younger, so probably was the same with you around the age mm -hmm. in America as well where like it didn't matter what your race was you're all cool yeah but then coming from Ghana I didn't really I didn't really expect to see that in your face just like that like everybody the Latinos will sit here the black people sit here the white people sit here and it's just very interesting wait till you wait till you look at our our, our, our class reunions it's pretty much the same thing I believe it mm -hmm. I believe it and I'm probably I've probably even like subconsciously been assimilated to that based on my experiences here. We had an English teacher when we were in high school. Um, we were seniors, Miss Wood. I mean, she she mentioned that one time before too. Like she, if she walks into a room, what did she teach? English. Our English teacher when we were seniors. First oh, half of the year. I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah she remember, I remember she mentioned what's it called when certain people walk into the room. Really, they look around to see who's more familiar to that and veer towards their own. And even she admitted that when she looks around the room, she like subconsciously or consciously veers towards other white women. Yeah, yeah, I do remember her saying that. We had some actually really interesting English teachers in, in high school. Yeah. Some of them were very, very bright. Sheridan. He was a stoner. Uh, with the exception of Sheridan. But like... Hey, I, even now, even students that graduated 10 years after us, they knew too. Yeah, I, I even... Um, yeah, but yeah. I think we're even veering too, a little far off. Far off, yeah, buddy. But yeah, they were... I'll... I'll off... Off record, I'll talk to you about that. But um, yeah. Um, as far as this show goes, yeah, um, it, it, it's very interesting the dynamic of how these guys were like boys, like growing up. They were like inseparable. Timmy, Marco, Hakeem, yeah, and Mark, yeah. and a uh, and a uh, Andrew. Andrew, they were all like boys. They're all tight. All yeah. four of them. And then Timmy's brother was, you know, very heavy in the gang stuff. Uh, so sw switcher, yeah, switcher, aka Kofi. Uh, mm -hmm. He um he started to rub off his influence onto Timmy, and he um Timmy started to kind of look at uh what's his face uh, Marco. Marco. Oh, sorry, sideways. Marco, you could tell he was a lot more sh level headed at the beginning. Um, or was it Timmy? Timmy was the one that had what's her what's his face uh what's her face Leah. Timmy was in love with Leah. Mark was it Marco? Marco Marco was Switcher's younger brother. Marco was Switcher's younger brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Timmy. Yeah, you're right. Timmy. Timmy mm -hmm. became younger matter, right? Yeah. Timmy became young matter. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm switching the names up, but yeah. So yeah. Um. So, yeah. So Timmy was the more level-headed one. Mm-hmm. And um, you could tell like he was more 
stable and more like born. The, good, the good student who was even doing the homework for some of his yeah some of his boys yeah he was very level headed try to stay away from that whole gang life even though he was from the rival he was from gang. he was from De- Deppard right? yeah not he from Peckham not from Peckham so but people thought he was a ghetto boy because of his because of where he's from it's like nah yeah and then because he knew some of the people that were in the gang from from when he, when they were younger yeah like like a Killy yeah like Killy exactly mm-hmm. exactly. And Kelly was the one that set the plot off when he attacked Marco. Yeah. When he attacked Marco, and then Marco got it into his head that Kelly and Timmy were still boys, and Timmy had something to do with it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Had Marco had Marco just used his head? Yeah. If he used his head, there'd be no movie. That's true. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's. Yeah. Why for? But yeah. Um, but it testifies to teenage immaturity. I mean, a lot. Yeah. A lot I, I've had a lot of friends, or what's it called? We had misunderstandings based on a rumor, and they just ran with it. Mm-hmm. And it took years to actually just get them get their heads out of that. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. I know. Mm-hmm. Even people that what's it called? People that I had a rivalry with back in high school. It's like they was like that. That was the basis of our relationship. Rumors that they heard, mm-hmm. and then having enmity because of it. But now as grown ass men, we're friends. Yeah, I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him too. He, he a real cool dude. Yes, um, indeed. But um, yeah, so. Unfortunately for Timmy, he loses the love of his life. Leah. Leah in the midst of this whole. I like her. Carla Simone Spence. She's a good actress. And I just. She is a good actress. I just. I, she's pretty too. And I just pretty love pretty. her. I love that, that 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 London Cockney accent that she got. Yeah. She's, she's pretty. She can actually sing. In, oh, yeah? In real life, yeah. Well, you be meeting up later. <laughs> the, the, way they, the, way they, the way they say it, I, I noticed that after I watched, what's it called, uh, Top Boy, the yeah. different accents in England. Yeah. And some people enunciate and speak properly, and others, it's different, like broken English. Yeah, different areas here have different accents. The same thing in the UK. Mm-hmm. Manchester it, sounds different. Uh, Liverpool Scouser sounds different. Mm-hmm. Um, people around Newcastle sound almost Scottish. It, um, that's why they got, they got so many. When, you out there, we, when we're, we're out there, there yeah. yeah I met, yeah. Our, our boy had plenty of Scottish friends yeah, as well, too. Yeah, exactly. So... It's very similar. Um, the accents are different. I'll give myself another one. Cool, cool, cool. I'm still talking. Uh, yeah, cool. I, mean, yeah. I mean, the accents, it's like similar to New York City. It's like, uh, to outsiders, we can't tell a Staten Island accent from a, right. from a, from a Brooklyn accent. Brooklyn accent exactly. I mean, most New Yorkers, they all sound the same to me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, not to um, go too far off, but yeah. After she is... Yeah, what's... It's a facial... Yeah, Marco just pushed her and she hit her head. Yeah. He didn't mean to kill her, but he went to jail for that yeah, good. In the gang life. He joins his boy Killy, he just joins the gang. Yeah, he joins the gang. He's really respected. He's one of the top dogs. Yeah, he's 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 a pro, he's a prodigy for lack of a better word. Exactly. Yeah, he's exactly. But the difference between between him and the others is very smart. He's still more level headed as a thing. Yeah. I mean, I hate. I mean, I decry gang life as is, but it's like if you're gonna have that, if you're gonna have people, if you're gonna have members in your group, have them be smart. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Be smart and and know and know when to show flex and when not to. Yeah. And you could tell. At the depths of everything, they still loved each other, but they were so far gone into. They the were world. so far gone in the gang life. It's like it's yeah. like this is who I am now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And and um, 
what was it? Matter. Matter is the only one that made it out of it with a happy ending. Yeah. Matter was the no leader of the ghetto boys. Yeah. He was leader of the ghetto boys. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. He he made it out to life no problem at all. I mean, he became like one of those motivate. He went to jail and became like a motivational speaker to get yeah. people out of gang life. Exactly. Like those two dudes, uh, Luis and Daniel Moncada, the, the the ones who played the twins on Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cousins. Yeah. yeah, they were heavy in the gang life, and they got plenty of tattoos, even fuck you on their eyelids, which they regret now. No. Yeah, but when they went to jail and they saw how messed up that life was, yeah. they t- they turned themselves yeah. around. I believe it. I believe it. So, um, yeah. So that the whole essence of this movie is to actually illustrate how you know detrimental and and you know it's not not pr- unproductive. It's Long term, this whole gang thing is a life crime in the UK. It's very similar. It's similar to the US. Yeah, the it's like the only difference is here. There's definitely a higher volume of guns, so there's a higher volume of murders and stuff like that. But but the, but the gist of law enforcement in regards to both the same. They want yeah, they want them to the kill themselves. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. I mean, there's a lot of racism involved in that. Very much the same. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it's cyclical too, because the way the ending was. Um, What's it called? Young Matter. Young Matter. Yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah. who worshipped Timmy. Yeah. And made music. He's, he's, he's trying to like avenge his death. And trying to avenge his death. And they, and they try to tell him, even other game members, I'm like, ain't nobody left. The people that did it are no longer around. Yeah, yeah. He's so? Like, so? Yeah. That's kind of how it works. Works here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want, Teenagers, they join these gangs and they got all this anger and they want to vent it somehow. Even if the target is pretty much ephemeral. And at the end of the day, the person messed up was most of the parents. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of emphasized. And you know, like if you emphasizing the film, even at the very end, they actually show real footage, like when they when of the gang, or like of like some of the fatalities or examples of fatalities where like you hear like the woman's voice say, "My son, my son." Oh yeah, because switcher. That, yeah, that that part at the end is actually real coverage. Oh, you notice the the camera changes even. So I know that. Know that. Actually, the fatality of some random gang member that was stabbed to death in. in, in, in I didn't know that. And what's yeah. it called? Like, also, let me talk about Eric Eric Copia Briefa. His uh, his performance in here. Yeah. I didn't know Eric Copia Briefa until we saw him in BMF as Lamar yeah. and affecting an American accent. Yeah. And he and he's a pretty good actor. Here he plays he plays a an English equivalent of Lamar, but not as crazy. Yeah. But he he kind of ga- he gaslights his brother Marco into the gang life, and even after he himself gets 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 propped in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Gaslights his brother, but when Marco gets killed, it's like he just swallows a bunch yeah, of pills. Yeah, he just overdoses. Yeah, he's suicidal. I, he's suicidal. Yeah, I mean, life was already bad enough that you're confined to a wheelchair at a young age. At a young age, yeah, and and your brother's death it just gave you an excuse to just end it. I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even like within the whole gang life and stuff, you see that there really isn't, to some extent, real loyalty. People snitch. People turn against each other. Out they of do. Jealousy, as you see in the, in the and show. The smart, always, the smart ones get out of that shit. The smart ones always get out of it when they, they realize it's dumb. That one dude that got out of it early in the film, and was I forget his name though. He was going up against Matter. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he just walked away. Walked away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember I'm that. I'm like, good, good for you. Good yeah, for you. You're saving, saving yourself a lot of years, pal. Yeah. 
And I looked at this film and I kept thinking, what's it called? It kept having parallels to the early episodes of the Wu-Tang Saga on Hulu. I haven't seen that. I heard that's good too. Yeah, I mean, the early episodes where they talk about, like, what's it called? Um, the rival gangs in Staten Island. Stapleton, Theodore. Mm. That's similar to this as well, too. It's like, I'm like, y'all think the government actually, the government that created these projects actually give, gives a fuck if you're warring each other? Right. No, they're, no, they're happy. Exactly. Also, Less black people. Less black people, it also adds to the lucrative institution that is called prison. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people profit from prison. Yeah, pri prison is a profit program. It's like I remember on season four of Orange is a New Black, they showed like I a. I, I'm off, man. I need to. I need yeah. to. Yeah, I need to uh, do better. Cause yeah. I heard that's a good show too. That was good, yeah, up until the last season. I thought it was, but um, in season four, mm -hmm. they parodied the privatization and the profits of prison systems now. By showing like a Comic Con version of all the different prisons that are out. Interesting. <laughs> That's good. Very creative. Actually. Yeah, it is actually. Very creative. Yeah. I was like, oh, I see the satire in this. It's clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very creative. Um, but this movie right here, Blue Story. Yeah, he Anthony put me on to this. Thank you for that. No problem. Yeah, these um, these black British uh, British dramas and whatnot, Top Boy, Blue Story, and a lot of the. Um, I get to see a lot of that culture as well too, and the hip hop that goes with it, like a British hip hop. Drill, British drill music. Mm -hmm. It's it's really dope. A lot of it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people sleep on it too. Like what's it called? I mean, remember SAS? Yeah, Dipset. Dipset Eurogang. Mm -hmm. <laughs> remember they had a they had a they had a line that goes, "Shit, I shoot a sucker free just to show that I'm sucker free." <laughs> Those guys made me laugh. They were cool though. They did. Cool. Mm-hmm. And Dipset could have expanded with them too. With them yeah, too. Yeah, they could have done more with them. They could have done more. They could have actually helped accelerate the, the English drill sound here. They could have, yeah. But I guess it was just more so for for show, yeah. I guess, or for mixtapes. Yeah. Because them dudes appeared more on mixtapes than they did in an official album. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but shout out to SAS. Yep. Yep. Shout out to the Streets All Salute. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Uh, but yeah. Um. I definitely recommend watching it. It's, it's, it's cool. It's different. Um, you could tell it, it was a lot of the actors and actresses have experience or come from this. They have had that, that English Royal Academy of Arts or whatever yeah. that a lot of them go yeah. to. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Damson Idris, I know he went there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Kofi's background is, but I know he started early. So same with Carla. Yeah, they 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 went to they went to prestigious British academies yeah, for art yeah, for for acting. And now I think she's um she's in a couple of colors and like Pushington, whatever you call that joint. That with that light skinned dude, yeah. who's the main character? Yeah, she's in she's in there. She's in another one, or she either not Bridgerton, but a, a, like the spinoff mm -hmm. of that show. One of them early English history historical shows on Netflix. She's on, and I think she's on another joint that's. On local English TV, uh, obviously, Kofi is in, in um, uh, what you call it, um, BMF, BMF. So they're they're gonna do a spin. I heard they're gonna do a spinoff of BMF strictly with Lamar's character actually, because he he made because he made such a splash that yeah. even though we should hate him, and I do hate the character actually, but yeah, yeah, yeah. his he did a great job. Yeah, Kofi Kofi did good on that. Shout out to you, Kofi. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but but Carla Simone Spence, I love you. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. Mm -hmm. She's cute. She's cute. 
Now, now I want, now I want, now I want a a, 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 a black black British chick. Oh, you can go to England and see them. I I I I, 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 I will, I will, I will. Yeah, yeah. And talk and talks with that kind of accent too. Don't talk no proper English around me. Yeah, yeah you can find them in the end, dog. Go over there. Bet sounds good to me. Yeah. They got that dense British slang, but fuck, I got the dense American slang. Listen to enough um, British music or British hip hop or. Or soccer or YouTube when you pick it up. Wagwan. <laughs> yeah, Wagwan. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Moving on now, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. My man size picking up. Okay. Picking up on his UK lingo. Mm-hmm. I've only been there just once actually, and it was fun. Yeah. Y'all do, but the Brits they do fish and chips better than Americans do. Yeah, cause it's like their um little fast food thing. Actual, actual fish and chips with vinegar. Yeah, and malt, malt vinegar. Malt vinegar at that, yeah. And also, you got your massage parlors on the, on, in the alleys, not in the strip malls like we do. We're dumb. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah props, to the, props to the English. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and like, yeah, not, not, I mean, I can't yeah, that. yeah, it's not going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, was even, <laughs> I wasn't even going into what you just said. But oh, no? It was, it was more about the fish and chips, but... Yeah, fish and chips is the bomb in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they do it the best. Yeah. But okay, anyway, yeah. moving on, we're gonna be talking about Grizzly Smith. L- let me just say this first: when we say "fuck Vince McMahon" or, or "fuck Hulk Hogan," we mean that within the context of the business itself, of the wrestling business itself. Yeah. But fuck Grizzly Smith, fuck him as a person, and I hope he's in hell. <laughs> yeah, he's a disgusting man. Yeah, he was born Aurelian Smith, Aurelian Smith Senior, technically. Yeah. He was a professional wrestler who began wrestling in 1958. After he retired in the late 1970s, he held various backstage positions with promotions like Mid-South Wrestling, uh, the World Wrestling Federation, back when it was the WWWF in the 1964, and even WCW. Yeah, he was born August 1st, 1932, died June 12, 2010 of Alzheimer's disease in his native Texas. But his life outside the wrestling ring was more notorious. You see, he was the father of Aurelian Smith Jr., his firstborn child, who, who we know better as Jake the Snake Roberts, um, yep. Rockin' Robin, and Sam Houston, also fellow wrestlers with their brother. And they were, the latter two, Robin and Sam, were through his second marriage. Okay. And mind you, he has two other children after Jake the Snake through his first marriage. Yeah. And I say marriage with quotation fingers because you'll see why in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. He had Richard Neighbors, who he was, he, he separated all of his children too. Richard was ra- actually raised by his sister. Yeah. yeah, he sent Richard to be raised by his sister, which was good for him because in Richard's own words, he's the lucky one. And he's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Joe, right. and Joe Lynn, who was kidnapped in 1979 and most likely dead by now. Was murdered. Murdered, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say fuck Grizzly Smith and, and use quotation fingers is because he's been the subject of repeated allegations of sexual abuse of minors, including that of his own children. In fact... Pedophilia. Mm-hmm, pedophilia. Mm-hmm. In fact, all of his wives, the, the mothers of his children, were all teenagers. Teenagers that he raped. Teenage girls. Jake the Snake Roberts, his mother, was 13 years old, and Aurelian and Grizzly Smith was going out with Jake's mother, I mean with the the girl's mother at first. Then he actually went to the girl's room, her daughter's room, when she was 13, and raped her, of which Jake the Snake was the byproduct of. Mm -hmm. So really, Jake the Snake, sad to say, is like Olivia Benson from Law & Order SVU. He's a product of rape. Mm 
And Richard Neighbors and Joe Lynn, I don't know if they, I don't know if they are actually you know what they are. They are. Because you know why? Because whether force or not, it's still rape. Statutory rape. Not only that, I think Joe Lynn at one point when she um started to build a relationship with Rock and Robin. Her um, sister, yeah. Her sister, half sister, whatever. Yeah. They both kind of came together and shared the moment of did he? Yeah. Did he? And like did, did, like you know? Yeah, they both were like yeah. So they were both literally raped and sexually abused by him. And they, in, a, a, in a twisted way, they bonded over that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Grizzly Smith, yeah, he had a predilection for teenage girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, although he did marry again for a third time in uh, the summer of 1992, but this time to a woman who was actually 34 years his junior, an actual adult. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess you could call it that. Yeah, she was an actual adult. She was over She was over 21. Yeah. But, but still, he did have a predilection for girls that were much younger than him. And I first heard about Grizzly Smith through that Beyond the Mat wrestling documentary that came out in 99, where they focus on various people. Um, the Rock and Mankind's match at, at a Royal Rumble 99, they focus on that and the violence of it. Mm-hmm. But before that, they had a segment where they focus on Jake the Snake Roberts. They showed it, they talked about how he cheated on his wife when he was on the road, how he would be smoking crack cocaine. And how he went from being a wrestler making a million or two million dollars a year in sold out arenas to having the Randy the Ram Mickey Rourke wrestler life, where he just where he yeah. just wrestles in like high school gymnasiums yeah. now yeah. in small town America. Yeah. But they also, but what they also showed was his relationship with his father, with Grizzly. They showed them doing yard work together, but tellingly not talking to each other at all. And what Grizzly Smith said in regards to his his relationship with Jake was this. I love all my children. He was born in love. <laughs> Given what I later learned about Grizzly Smith, it's like born in love? In love? Yeah, if you consider rape a special kind of love. Mm-hmm. And, um, Dirty motherfucker, you. He, he, he used to always like criticize and shit on Jake the Snake. Yeah, like tell him that you aren't shit. You're not made for the wrestling business. And Jake the Snake was by far the most successful wrestler out of his children. He was the most successful. I mean, they they did say that Sam Houston was the best worker, but he was better athlete. Better athlete, but he was so he was small, so they couldn't do much with him. But Jake, he's the most famous and the and the and the better at promos yeah. and psychology. Sold the gimmick psychologically. Because he said himself that um he killed Aurelian Smith Jr. and I think he legally changed his name to Jake Roberts. He did. He did. Yeah, because like what's it called? He. It's like a multiple multiple personality kind of thing. I had to kill off my old self to become this new guy. I mean, if you listen to there's also an interview with him on Vlad TV. Mm-hmm. If you listen, if you listen to his uh, story from childhood to to adulthood, you actually shocked or you give him kudos for not committing suicide. He had a very shitty yeah, I mean, very very shitty upbringing. Me, so go for ahead. him to like say that he killed Aurelian. Smith or whatever the hell he, he was, Junior, it makes a lot of sense. If that was the way he was able to handle the trauma that he, de- he, dealt, he dealt with as a child, yeah, growing into an adult, then so be it. Because if he had to just stomach it and say, this is who I am, that's, at some point, someone's going to explode. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, I think he still struggles with it, but for the most part... He's at peace with it somewhat. He's been able to compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, yeah. He does have... He, 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 he doesn't really affiliate with it. 
Yeah, he does kind of have like a, a a little bit of a humorous perspective on it a little bit now. In order, to, I guess it's in order to deal with it. Yeah. But like, what's it called? He talked about how he lived with his grandparents briefly, and when one of them died, he was forced to go and live back with his father, mm-hmm. which he did not want. Yeah. And how his father's his father's newest wife, I'm guessing that was Rock and Robin and Sam Houston's mother. Mm-hmm. She would have forced him to do like sexual acts or whatever. Yeah, I heard. I heard. He did say that. He did say that. So his mom also, his stepmom also molested him. Yeah, Jake is like the hate. He's the firstborn child of Grizzly Smith. Though. He has, he represents hate and for good reason. Yeah, he's like the epitome of the, the most tra- traumatized, trailer trash white person in America. I'm just—it is what it is. Just, just go listen to his interview. That's—that's like, that's really what he is. Rock and Robin. But she's, he, he endured and persevered. They all—they all were—they were all were harassed and beaten and molested by their father. Rock and Robin. She's the strongest of all of them. Yeah. Richard, he's a lucky one. Yeah. Joe Lynn, well, she's dead now. Yeah. And Sam Houston, he's gullible as fuck. Yeah. But he uh, believed his daddy was Superman. Apparently, Joe Lynn was. There's rumors that Grizzly actually set her up because. Yeah, there is. They, they, they were, he was afraid that she was, she was going to expose his uh, pedophilia. She was, yeah. I mean, I think he had a, I think Grizzly Smith had a lot to do with her kidnapping because the circumstances were that, what's it called? She was, they were all, all the other siblings were at a roller skating rink having a party and then they get a cold phone call from their father, right, from Grizzly, telling them that Joe Lynn went missing. Mm-hmm. And the, only the baby, her baby, her child was left at the scene. Yeah, her infant son, Ted. And um, what's it called? The baby was fine in his crib, but they found menacing letters. Mm-hmm. And that led to the ex-wife of Joe Lynn's husband. He was married before. Mm-hmm. And the ex-wife confessed to the kidnapping, but she said that Joe Lynn escaped, after, escaped shortly after she was abducted. But where, where the fuck is she at yeah, now? But there's also, there was also evidence and not enough to incriminate her. There was like DNA and shit and blood and apparently in the vehicle mm-hmm. um, that they couldn't necessarily tie to because there was no body found to really... Rock and Robin, she thought that Grizzly Smith was responsible for Jolene's disappearance. Like you, like you said, yeah. she had information well, on the Jake, guy. Jake said the same thing. He oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. didn't allow them to attend the funeral. She, uh, uh, Grizzly didn't allow them. He said they shouldn't attend the funeral. What? Or, he, had, yeah, he had something to do yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, he, yeah, did, yeah, he did, he did, he yeah, yeah. did. What reason would you got for preventing from your other children from attending exactly. their, their sister's funeral? Exactly. exactly. So the gist is... He didn't want her around too long to expose him. So and, that's why he organized that. And according to Richard, Richard Neighbors, he thought that what's it called that? He said that Grizzly didn't express too much grief at her disappearance or her loss. Yeah, that's which, another thing. Which lends, another which, thing. Lends, which lends further credence to the idea that he has something to do with it. I mean, and also, because of Grizzly Smith, he influenced the careers and also the uh, the drug addictions of a lot of, of all his children. Mm-hmm. Well, not Richard. Richard is a clean one. He's yeah. a good one. Yeah, he had a more, the most regular upbringing out of the Pretty much, yeah. It's like, yeah. Why? and Richard never got an apology from his dad for for, for for pretty much sending him off to live with with his aunt. Or, mm-hmm. And the rest of them never, never got an apology or heart-to-heart for him abusing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would even abu- he would even try to gaslight his children in regards to his wrestling gimmick, like come home and still be that character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake hates him with mm-hmm. passion now. With a passion, he hates his daddy. Yeah, he hates him. Like uh, my my birth name is Aurelian Smith Jr., but for obvious reasons, I call myself Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. He even changed for his gimmick. He even changed where he was from. Stone Mountain, Georgia, yeah, is where Jake the Snake is from. They're actually from Texas. 
They're from Texas. A lot of pro wrestlers are from Texas, actually. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, Taker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Billy Gunn, the Von Erics. Yeah. Although the Von Erics did live in Canada at one point where they were neighbors of the Hart family. Oh, they, they, they trained in the dungeon, right? They did, yeah. They did. That's how they became, became acquainted with the Hearts. And the Von Erics, <laughs> their real last name is Atkinson. It's like Road Dogg's family. James is not his real name. Armstrong is. Like, you remember his brothers from WCW, Scott and Steve Armstrong? They were jobbers, pretty oh, much. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Were, yeah. they, were, they were the Road Dogs brothers. I didn't even know that. I see. Yeah, um, and their daddy is a Bullet Bob Armstrong. May he rest in peace. Mm. I, don't, I don't think I know him, though. But, yeah. Nah, it, it's pretty disgusting. And he was huge. I think a lot of people were intimidated by him. He apparently was a seven-footer. What, Grizzly? Yeah, he was a big dude. Even, even Jim Cornette, who's a, who's a wrestling historian... He was like, he, every joke he heard about Grizzly Smith was made in terms of being with younger girls. And Cornette, he saw that as strange when he first got into the wrestling business, but didn't get why until later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't know about Grizzly Smith's life until a uh, life outside the wrestling ring until much later. Because, mm-hmm. like, making pedophile jokes about the guy, that is pretty strange. Yeah. But now he knows why. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't, ba- oh, Baby Doll. Sam Houston, that was his wife, right? Baby doll. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she said that she recalled a time where um, she, she was in the car with him, and then he picked up a teenage girl off the road, and her parents just practically gave her to Grizzly Smith. And that's, no. when, she, that's when she knew something was up. Something was up. This, I guess a grown-ass, grown-ass man. What the hell is he doing with a teenager yeah, what? on the road? I don't get that. I don't... I don't she, I, if anything, the only affiliation he should have with teenagers is signing autographs. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and whatever the equivalent was of, of selfies or pictures were back then. Yeah, yeah. Grizzly Smith is... Oh, good God. Good God. Um, what, what else happened with him? Um, How he, he saved uh, his son, Sam, from... Yeah, he... They're all traumatized. They're all traumatized by... Sam Houston is by now, too. He doesn't view his father as Superman no more. He was the gullible one. Remember, Sam Houston used to be used to be a blonde when he first started out, and, and eventually let his hair do, be his natural hair color brown. He used to do a dance when he got in the yeah, ring. The cowboy Sam Houston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a useless wrestler. He, he 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 wasn't. I only remember him from Survivor Series '88. That's all I remember him from. Me too. That's all I. I might have seen him in like one of them in your house. Uh, local joints that was that you can just watch on youtube oh yeah and and that's not at all that's not of past memory it's more so i was watching recently old school wrestling and Mm -hmm. i saw him oh here goes sam houston but he was a child in in the present time when he was wrestling all i remember him from is from 88 that one pay-per-view yes all i remember him from the ultimate warrior king yeah Mm -hmm. what else they got here um Yeah, Rock and Robin, she was the only one that stood up to him at all. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, Jake, as much as he hates him, he I don't think he ever he ever actually called his father out. No, I don't think so. I think I think Jake at some point you could tell there was an element of fear. He was kind of scared of his dad. Even 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 as a grown ass man, yeah. it's like I mean you're traumatized, so like You can't shake it. It's like it's like the fear if you got of your own mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, especially like or like yeah. It's almost like a, an element of fearful respect. Yeah, it's like I, I guess yeah. It's like it's like I hate you, but I still acknowledge, but I still respect you as my dad. Because of that psychological conditioning you gave him. I guess at yeah. An early age, mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, a lot of people even to today. I mean, you can hate or dislike your father and yet still respect him. Yeah, he doesn't deserve respect. Though. No, he doesn't. No, he does. Fuck no. Yeah, I mean, it's you pretty evident from his kids. Talking about you were conceived and loved. Hmm. What the hell? What? And then in the same breath, say he's useless. He can't yeah, amount to anything. You shit on him and yeah. say that you love your son. It's like what the? Did, did you watch any of his wrestling in the '80s or '90s? He's your most successful child. You should be proud of him. Yeah, he's actually a hell of a wrestler. Hell of a wrestler. The DDT, he invented that move. Yeah, hell of a move. Yeah. Move. Diamond Dallas Page and Raven, he trained them, uh, I, th I think. DDT, I think, trained Yeah, Raven uh, Raven was influenced by him, clearly. He was influenced, I think, by him. But he definitely trained him. And, and the last angle I remember from Jake the Snake was, what's it called, in WWF. But before... Before he be, he became known for catalyzing the whole Austin 316 junk. Mm -hmm. What's it called? The the feud he was supposed to have with Taker and before that Macho Man. Mm -hmm. Those should have been good. Those yeah, but they didn't. They didn't put enough into it. They didn't put enough into it. I mean, what's it called? When Taker actually saved Macho Man and turned face, it's like that. They had that, no, use after that. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't. WrestleMania Eight was like his last match in the WWF for years. That pissed me off because I'm gonna say why. Go ahead. The DDT is one of the greatest finishing moves in wrestling ever. If you, if done right, the way he does it, yeah. the way Raven does it, yeah. yeah, they do it right. And he delivered like what five or six of them to Taker. And the way he would just like slap your head down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, well, then again, to be fair, to be fair, he never pinned him. He would just DDT him and he just sat there. <laughs> With Rick Mar Rick Martelli did the same thing. Yeah, he just DDT just sat there, just and this is why he was such a great wrestler because he had such a maniacal psychological element to his gimmick. Yeah, he did. Like you finish you off and you just go sit there in the corner and just smile and chuckle like some demented. He's a snake in the grass. Yeah, basically. But he, he's definitely a great wrestler. Uh, and he hated the snake that he had, Damien, and later yeah, yeah. and later Lucifer. Yeah. Apparently, earthquake. He had no affiliation to snakes. He had to get to understand how to treat them and stuff for his gimmick. Like, yeah, for his like interviews when the snake would be wrapped around him and he'd have to like, like improvise, drive like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and still be in like that whole psychological like yeah. fuck with his opponent mode. Yeah, yeah, he he was good at that. He was one of the best at promos. Absolutely, absolutely, great, great, great wrestler. And Jake the Snake he was wasn't a great. He wasn't the greatest technically gifted wrestler. But no, he would sell. He's good at selling his matches with his limited ability and how he promoted and sold his character yeah, was amazing. He was better in promos. Than, yeah. he, I liked him as a wrestler, but he was better at promos. Yeah. That got me more excited. Yeah. yeah. He was a good actor. He had yeah. to be being being in an abusive household. I, I agree. I agree. So. Shout out to the Rob. Well, I can't say the Rob. It's the Smiths outside of the, the, Smiths, uh, yeah. outside of the uh, careers. <laughs> Yeah. When Robin Smith, when she, I mean, when Rock and Robin, when she lost the women's title, yeah. that pretty much killed her for the next six years until Alundra Blaze came out. Oh, really? She lost it to um, Sherry? Yeah, at that, that one Royal Rumble, I think it was. It was Royal Rumble. Yeah. We covered that, 89, yeah. Yeah, 89, yeah. But the best women wrestlers will always be the jumping bomb angels. Yeah. If there's a t-shirt for them, I want one. Shout out to Jap Japan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The, the, the JBAs. Hell of a... They put on a hell of a show. Great technicians in the ring. Yeah, them chicks put on a hell of a show yeah. in the ring. They could wrestle. Yeah, definitely. They're Hall of Fame, too. They are? They made it? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, they You're good. It. They deserve it. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. 
Well, anything else about Grizzly Smith? Let me see. I took... Fuck him. That's all. <laughs> Fuck him. Let me see Fuck anything him. else. Shit's nasty. And as to this day, all, as he, this... He's a combination of pedophilia and incest. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as as of this day, his children, they, they're wow. still pretty... All four of his living children are still pretty much estranged. I believe it. Yeah, and Sam Houston, his home was destroyed by, by what's it called? Um, him and Rock and Robin, their homes were destroyed by Katrina back in 05. Oh, and Grizz was living with Sam Houston at the time. Huh, interesting. I'm like, dude, dude, I wouldn't, if my dad was like that, I would not let him live with me at all. I wouldn't want no contact with that fucker. Yeah, yeah he was basically practically a vegetable at the time, and I guess Sam was the one taking care of him. Pretty much, yeah. But what's it called? As bad as McMahon or Hogan is, Grizzly Smith, he's even worse. Yeah. Good thing is we don't really have any affiliation because he's old. Older than us. Yeah. Yeah. We got no, we don't even remember. If I did see him on camera, I didn't know it was him. Yeah, exactly. uh, Except for the whole Beyond the Mat one thing, which I saw in the theater. Mm -hmm. I never saw him in any other, any other promotion before that. Yeah. He's older than my dad, dog. There's no way. No way I saw that man in the ring, dog. He's older than my my dad too. Yeah, dog. Over ten years older. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I guess we could move on. Move on, okay. The fuck final topic. The final topic, you fuck Grizzly Smith. Yeah. F that nigga. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, son. Well, Swarm from Amazon Prime. That debuted this year on in full on St. Patty's Day. And it's a very satirical, darkly comic psychological thriller it's comprised of just seven episodes and the series is in a nutshell about a young woman whose obsession with a female pop star a beyonce type of figure takes a dark homicidal turn mm-hmm. it's it's the plot is set between 2016 and 2018 so at this point it's pretty much a period piece um and it follows the story of andrea green nicknamed dre played by dominique fishback yeah, she did. She played an uh, an, arrest, an arrested development minded, an adolescent minded girl, and an adolescent minded adult whose obsession with a uber pop megastar, Nyjah, who's modeled after Beyonce. And Nyjah's fan base are called the Swarm, just like Beyonce's Beehive. And some of them, like Dre, are dangerously obsessed with her. I mean, Dre. Based on the flashbacks that we saw in uh, later episodes, Dre is weird and violent prior to that. I mean, d- doing a talent show where she where she sings a redneck song and gets, and, and gets booed and ridiculed, which no doubt attributed to her psychological trauma. But it was the suicide of her foster sister, Melissa, Marissa, that really kicked off her killing spree. Mm-hmm. And Dre... She is a true psychopath. I mean, she uses multiple aliases throughout the series, and she views anyone who doesn't who doesn't see Nyjah as God Almighty as bad. Mm-hmm. Like it became like a like a like an armor piercing question. Like, what's your favorite Nyjah song? And they don't like Nyjah, then she will be killed Ray as a re- yeah. She'll be killed as a result of your disrespect. Yeah. And she, but she, but she also kills impulsively as well too. I mean, anyone that gets between her and her idol, she'll kill. Like, 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 what's it called? Um, that stripper, that fellow, when she was posing as a stripper. Yeah, that dude. Not just a dude, but what's it called? Uh, what's it called? The, the, her fellow stripper, played by Parrish Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mixed race stripper. Haley is her Haley, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
she's like, I'm black. And then, and, and then Dre's like, wait a minute, you're black? Well, my dad is. Which is pretty much a, a meta commentary on her father, her real life father, Michael Jackson. And as well as a, oh, yeah. as, well as, a yeah. as well as a singer, That's Halsey. True. Halsey, yeah. Halsey, which her name is like a homonym for. Yeah. yeah, she when she killed when she killed Haley when she killed Haley, after killing her boyfriend, mm-hmm. she killed Haley all because Haley starts to desire to be on the road with her. Yeah. But when she killed her, she was like, "Wait a minute, who the fuck is Halsey?" Look that up. I didn't even know Halsey was black until you told me a couple like like last year or something. Yeah, she she's half black. Halsey, the singer, the real life singer she's that is. Life. She's actually a good artist. Yeah, I remember I first saw her on a, like on SNL when she uh, did like a caricature of uh, Rashida Tlaib. Talking about impeach the motherfucker, bitch. I actually um, listened to her first album. That was back in like 2014 or 2015. It was actually decent. That's when I realized she's actually a decent artist. Um, I didn't I didn't know what she even looked like at the time. Yeah. But I, someone put me on the album. It's, it's cool. Yeah, she's clearly mixed, but under different lights, she can go either way. She can actually sing, though. Mm-hmm. Talent wise, so, but um, and, and she dated what's her called that Evan Peters, the dude that played Jeffrey Dahmer in that Dahmer flick we saw last year. Oh, she did. Yeah, she dated him for a while, I but think she also dated um, either Machine Gun Kelly or one of them dudes. Or, oh wow! Or, or the other guy, the other guy that rapped that was did a lot of hard cocaine with black hair. Wait, yellow, Yellow Wolf? Nah, 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 nah. he was more mainstream. This guy was more mainstream. Can't think of who that might be. I think he be. dated another. Not Macklemore. No, another artist. And they would they did drugs together a lot. <laughs> I forget his name, bro. <laughs> it's like it's like a rap sit. Yeah, yeah, black hair. It's like a rap sit. Yeah, like two hits, and that was it. It's like a rap sit in Nancy. Right, right. But I, I don't. I, the artist you're talking about, I can't think of him I for the life of me. But I'm not, when it comes, obviously not gonna come mm-hmm. this episode. But like I'll, later on. We'll but um, but for this show right here, Dre, Dre, she goes from one psychotic murder to the next. Yeah. Even though many of her victims are awful people, none of them actually deserve to die. Mm-hmm. So it makes it impossible to watch Dre work and, and, and root for her. I don't root for her. I'm just rooting for her to get caught. Absolutely. Like, um, and, and, every, and Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, he, he pretty much created this series, actually. Him and uh, Janine Neighbors. Yeah. It's supposed... It's supposed to take a satirical aim at the nature of fame and and and, and the rabbit fandom as a rabbit as as, as a man, as a manufactured replacement for genuine emotional connection, and it satirizes all those grown ass women who 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 are pretty much fucking stands for Beyonce. I mean, I used to see that at one of my jobs, grown ass women who worship Beyonce and try to incorporate their Beyonce's name in into their actual signature block in their email. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny as shit. It's a little extreme. They, 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 I'm serious. It, it's real. It's real life. They worship Beyonce. <laughs> nah, I know a few. Of them. I actually, I actually know someone from my past that. Like, don't you ever insult the Beehive? I literally would attack anybody that was rumored to cross Beyonce. You like, she would used to add them on tweets. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was wild, man. It's crazy. It's like Beyonce has that kind of influence over people. <laughs> Rent free in some I, I mean, look, look, look at Kanye. Look at Kanye. Beyonce had one, one of the best videos of all time. Of all time. <laughs> and Beyonce's like, oh my God, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Beyonce's cool, though. I, I, Beyonce's cool. I, I, I like Beyonce. 
I just don't like. Um, I don't like how, how how people just worship her like she's God Almighty. Like the that, second that, that extremity is a little is a little much. But like the um, second coming of Christ. I think she's a nice. She's a good woman. Um, very, I, I, very, I got, she's very aware of her influence, and she tries <laughs> to do it. She tries <laughs> to do it in a good in a good way. Nigga, when we were, remember when we were nineteen year olds back in two thousand two. What's it called? You hated you hated how she sounded. Come on, what's y'all's what's y'all's goals? Oh yeah, what's y'all's yeah, yeah, goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated how she interviewed, dog. It's like she wasn't refined back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a lot better now. She's yeah. a lot. Oh, maybe she's an adult now. But back then, it, it used to peeve me. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you, of course you remember. Yeah, it was twenty years ago. But I remember yeah. that shit. I, that shit used to irritate me. I was like, why does she sound like that in an interview? Well, she's from Texas. I know, but like. She didn't sound very articulate at the time. And speaking of Texas, a lot of the plot takes place in Texas. Houston. Dra- Drace from Texas. Where she's from, actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is actually held in Houston, so it's like, kind of ties into the whole Beyonce thing. Like the, uh, in even the first episode where they got Damson Idris as a uh, Marissa, Drace's boyfriend, uh, Khalil. Yeah. yeah, he's still doing that American, he's good at, Damson Idris, he's good at American accents. He's good. Mm-hmm. Really is. And this role right here, <laughs> He's good at playing assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, you got the clap, Chloe. You got the clap, Chloe. Right the yeah. And he's he, he looking at Dre right in the eyes. He's having like. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. But that was kind of funny. But as of all the moments in the show, when Dre, he's for he's Dre's first kill actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she killed him because what's it called? He thought that she was that he was cheating on her sister, and that's why his her sister killed herself. Which is probably. Partially true. It might be true, yeah. I, I I can see that nigga being a cheater. Khalil being a cheater. But, like, she had some real issues. Mar- I don't know if it Mar- was... Dre or Marissa. Marissa. Whether it was self-esteem or... Because there was evidence earlier in the episode or the, where you could actually see she tried to cut herself. Like, remember that scar? Mm-hmm. So she had attempted suicide before, which means she probably had self-esteem issues and or some kind of self-conflict that she hadn't quite dealt with on uh, on some level yeah therapeutic level oh and, and and also a lot of the casting is pretty meta like uh the woman that plays uh, marissa that's chloe bailey mm-hmm. and she's open for beyonce many times and a lot of her songs yeah, she, she, are featured in the show yeah her and, and her sister Haley are like low-key her prodigies um beyonce so she kind of took them under her wing I, I I almost think they were signed under her. Yeah. Maybe the music, so I, uh, I think uh, I think that's what it is. Does Does Beyonce have like her own boutique label or whatever? Her own label now. She possibly, should. She should. Possibly. As big as she is, she probably does. She should, because I remember Madonna. She had her own label, Maverick Records, and she had mad people under her. Um, what's it called? Um, uh, Alanis Morissette, the Deftones. They were under her label. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that drove her off the edge. But I think when it comes to Dre, I think there are tears to unpack she, with her. I think she... She's got arrested development, clearly. Yeah, she... Yeah, absolutely. And I think she has very, very prominent mental health issues that have never been addressed. Yeah, arrested development being one of them. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think she's had a tumultuous childhood. Yeah, she's being a, moved around different homes, adopted and not accepted by nobody. Like, like episode number six, the document, the, the the documentary yeah. type episode. So that kind of clarifies a little bit of her background. Exactly the the white girl that talked about her. Yeah, so she she that was her first sleepover or whatever. Yeah, she, she actually stabbed somebody at the sleepover. 
She did because they thought they were. She thought that white girl was attacking Marissa. Another element of obsession. So she was also obsessed with, with her sister. Yeah. Yes, which at the end is kind of illustrated where the two when she's hallucinating because she. Oh, then again, that's another thing. She hallucinates yeah. a lot in, throughout the show, but like oh, at yeah. the end, you see her um, visualize. Marissa and Nyjah in one being. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, what's actually going on is she's kind of infiltrating the concert. She's probably getting arrested. The funny thing about that is, <laughs> the funny thing about it is, her girl. That was the last episode, right? And her girlfriend, um, Rashida, at the time. Yes. She killed her girlfriend, Rashida, because, well, she called her out. Called her out for her obsession with Nyjah because instead of instead of paying the rent, she bought some Hella first row tickets. first row Nyjah tickets. Yeah. And called her out for it, and then what's it called? Um, uh, Dre choked her to death and still slept with the body all night long. And burnt the body. With burnt the, the body with the tickets in there. Yeah. Idiot. And she had to go commit another murder with a what you call it? Uh, what you call them? A ticket scalper. Yeah, a ticket scalper. She murders this ticket scalper to mm-hmm. get the tickets. Finally yeah. Gets into the concert and gets arrested. More than likely, she's gonna get pinned to the murder. That's 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 one thing I didn't like. How, how it ended, like with Nyjah accepting her, and we can't tell if it's a dream or it not. Was a, it was definitely a hallucination. I think even the, there's a scene where she's apparently, when remember the time she's eating the fruit? Oh, yeah. Apparently, she's biting Nyjah. Oh, you bit her bitter on the neck, yeah, in the yeah, club. Yeah, exactly. So, like, she clearly has mental health issues. But then, like you said, that episode where they kind of go backwards, there are certain things that are kind of, I had to watch this shit twice to get an idea what the fuck they were talking about. So, mm-hmm. like, the whole idea of spilled milk is blood. Yeah. That dates back to, I think, when her grandmother died. And mm-hmm. before that, when her parents died at an early age, she was familiar where she had seen blood, a lot of spilled blood. And I don't know where that terminology came from, that whole spilled the blood, milk, spilled the milk. milk as a, you know, a metaphor, a metaphor for, ma- for for blood. Yeah. Um, and that possibly has a psychological effect on her to the point where why she's her, not affected by murder or blood. Like the concept of spilled milk probably induces a level of appetite. That's why she's always eating when she kills a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, look at her car, all them Popeyes yeah, boxes and whatnot. So like that whole concept is kind of tied in. But also the fact that she's passed around different homes when, when um, what's her face? Drea's parents actually adopted. They actually don't they, adopt her for the right reasons. They don't. They adopt her for a check. Because you know when you, yeah, when you yeah. adopt, you get money. Mm-hmm. They were broke. So part of the reason. They were broke living in that, in that big yeah, ass house? You, when, he, when he was pointing a gun at her, he actually explained why they actually adopted her. He oh, like, yeah, that's right. Adopted you because we're getting money, we're getting checks for mm-hmm. adopting. We get money to help, they or, or they could help just, us or, raise you, or they could just been greedy, didn't want to spend any of their own money. Basically, or that, or that. Um, yeah. But then he returned her because he started to see her her sociopathy her weird, yeah, or psychopathy. Then, exactly, and he was he started to notice her lesbian tendencies, and he was afraid for his daughter. Um, but I guess they didn't know. She later on they would they reconnected and say they cool with each other. Exactly. So, like, all that shit also added to her already existing mental health. And and also, the um, uh, more on the casting. Uh, In the first episode, Mm -hmm. she has a one-night stand with Rory Rory Culkin, who's Macaulay Macaulay Culkin's younger brother. Yeah. 
And Rory Culkin, one of his biggest roles was Scream 4, where just like Dre, he plays a serial killer who murders because of their obsession with a piece of media, which for Dre is music, but for Rory Culkin's character in Scream 4, it was a, it was a horror films. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't get past Scream 2, so I'm sorry. I didn't, get, I pa- I didn't get past Scream 3, and that, oh. was, and that was over 20 years ago. Scream one was bad enough. I gave Scream two a shot. Terrible. You don't like sorry, you don't like Scream you don't like Scream one? Fuck no. Really? No. Scream, Scream one. That was the best one. I'm sorry, Dave. I know you love the Scream. Shit's, <laughs> shit's is garbage, bro. Shit's is garbage. They're satire of I horror know, movies. I know you watched this, so I, I'm, I'm talking to you, David. <laughs> that shit's garbage. The only the first one was the, the first one was the only good one in my opinion. David was a trooper though. He watched all of them. He too. watched all of them. Yeah, he still does. I'm kind of with him with the with the H two the Michael Myers Halloween's after I think after Halloween H two O five it gets becomes garbage but I I was such a trooper I watched a lot of more of it I watched watched a a, lot more of them I watched until the Rob Zombie ones after the Rob Zombie ones I quit I heard the the latest one was decent but I heard but I don't want to see it it, I don't want to see it no more it's like you know they've been showing lately on cable a lot. All the Friday the 13th movies, all nine of them. Not the garbage ones. They're all stupid as hell. Yeah. The first one is good, though. The no, first no, one all, is good. all of them are crap. No, 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 no. The first one is good. No, I, I think they're all crap. They're all formulaic and they're not scary. They're not. They're not. It's like, I'm just sitting there like, okay. Okay, you're going to take not. Jason's mask off. And he, they're he, not scary. And, either he's, and, he, and Jason's mask, either he's a retard, either he's a fucking a monster or, 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 or a retarded child. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That I think about the first one is pretty stupid. But it's probably the best one out of the Killer Bobby. Killer Bobby. <laughs> I won't let her kill her, Jason. I won't let her kill her. Are you crazy? You crazy, Karen? Hey, dog. That shit is stupid. I think about it. You're right. You're right. All of them are dumb. They, no, you're right. Jason. <laughs> Jason, <Killer Bobby. laughs> Jason just looks cool with a hockey mask. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have no personality. None whatsoever. Freddy... Chucky, even Michael Myers had a personality. Freddy's, the first one was good. First one was good, yeah, but by the third one, they became funny. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that, which is why, which is why even now, even though Robert Englund is retired from acting or retired from the Freddy character, Cameo. come on, give a Freddy versus Chucky movie. That should be funny as hell. Yeah, big facts. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, what was I even saying before we get off topic? I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't. But yeah, um. Back to her obsession with Mar- Marissa and what's Nigel. Um As I said, they, she hallucinates a lot. Even it took me the second watch to realize the fucking text messages. At, at one point, she started hallucinating with those. Remember after she was hallucinating. Those weren't real, man, because her sister was dead. She was. She was still thought, getting. She was still getting texts. I remember she was texting and said, texting her sister back, hoping for an answer. But and she was also getting texts back. Oh, you're right. You're right. She was hallucinating. I remember. Yeah, I remember so that. at one point, she did away with the phone, and that kind of helped her. And she tried. She tried to get it reactivated somehow. Yeah. Exactly. 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 And the guy was like, "This is sketchy. I don't want to do this. He wins your money." Yeah. She probably had like um, split personality or. She had something. Something was wrong with her mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say that Domin- Dominique, uh, Dominique Fish, yeah. Fishback, she's gonna get an Emmy nomination at least. I actually for this. started following her because of the show because she oh, yeah? did such a good job. I was like, I gotta support her work. Some some actors. She, she actually did really well. I was impressed. Some actors they 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 had that effect on you. Like what's it called? Like um the chick that played Cato on the first season of BMF. 
Uh, jo- uh, Jonah Alexis? I know. I knew her before that. Yeah. I-, I like her. I follow Kofi off the strength of that, too. Well, yeah. I, f- I followed a lot of BMF actors off the strength of, of, strength of the, yeah, show. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kofi Ghana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know but, doubt. Yeah. But, um... But well, so there are parts of the film that were... Parts of the show, I'm sorry, that were just yeah. darkly funny. Like, when she when she befriended that one guy who worked at the, uh, at the, at the, at the, uh, at the, tic- at the, at the stadium... Oh yeah, the one who guy who had an eating disorder, mm-hmm. and and they started making love over the, over their uh, mutual l- lust for junk food, and then she locks that dude in the freezer. He's like, "Let me out, let me Crazy. out!" And she turn and he turns around. It's like, it's not so bad now. They got a cake in here. Yeah, but for how long? Yeah, you'll freeze to death. You're gonna freeze point. to death at some point, yeah. 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 And that cake is probably frozen solid. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, yeah. Um. And the uh, the, the Billy Eilish, the, the 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 one with the lesbian cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 was kind of funny that actually. Funny. When she was on her way to Bonnaroo, yeah. the concert. The concert, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how long it took her to finally actually get to the concert. Get to Niger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Several failed attempts. Several so much debt. Oh shit! I burned the tick. I burned the tickets with the body. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the first time around, um, when she got them for her. Her sister, sister was about to go to Atlanta. Yeah. So, um, and they also missed opportunities, man. And 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 Dre, the first episode when she when she when that that Asian lady in that convenience store tried to force her to pay her sister's debt at five dollars, and Dre still paid it. So and that's another thing about the show. I found out that a lot of his concepts were taken from real life activities. Mm-hmm. The stripper murder was actually a concept taken from something that actually happened in 2018. And, Don, and Donald, that's, and that's why probably why Donald Goins has every episode with a pre, with a pre, preamble of, this is not a work of fiction. Any similarity to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is intentional. Yeah, exactly. Um, down to even the eating, they got that concept from like people like Dharma. Yeah. Um, the dude in California, I forget the night, whatever. The Night Stalker? Night Stalker, dude. Because you used to ravage people's fridges after you killed them. So, like, those concepts you would take from real life and serial ten- serial killer tendencies mm-hmm. to kind of mesh them into her character. Um, and some of the turning events were actually, like, the stripper stuff. Yeah. Was, was, was motivated by, by real life events. Yeah, when, they, when they killed that Winnie, he... he yeah. It's a testament to how calculating, despite being impulsive, that Dre is. When she was working at a strip club in Memphis, I think it was, mm-hmm. and she managed to get all them strippers together. Uh, well, not get all them together, but they needed her to be the designated driver mm-hmm. for the episode. Mm-hmm. And she managed to, to, to uh, turn it towards her own mission, to get towards the guy who dissed Nyjah on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she does manage to kill him, or rather, she managed to get the other girls to kill him in self-defense. And they take the and they take the fall for it, all while she gets on her mission to go find Nyjah. Yeah. Obsessive. She's yeah. she's a stand. Very, very, and it's very much a stand. Yeah. Uh, I think I also read somewhere that the uh, motivation for that that end scene when she ravages or storms the stage mm-hmm. was motivated by a Jay Z concert where Beyonce was actually performing, and fan a fan of fans. Storm the stage to try to get to her, and the uh, and the elevator incident with Beyonce's sister, I think it was. Oh, um, with Solange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, very, very obsessive. She's very obsessive, um, with her, with with Marissa and Nigel. Mm-hmm. 
that I think at they, the end, they, I think Glover and the other lady, what's the other lady that? that wrote it, yeah. uh, Janine Neighbors. Yeah, they, they kind of wrapped it up by showing her obsessions in one, one beam. Because they, they put, Nig- she meets Nigel, but it's mm-hmm. Nigel with Marissa's face. Yeah, I'll, yeah, it could be still like some, some, um, some, some way of her, some method of her grieving actually for Marissa, yeah. and melding them together as a way of coping with her grief. Yeah. But um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. For this season, it was a lot. It was a lot going on. It was a lot going on, and it wasn't resolved the way I wish it would. Like for example, episodes six and seven, they should have been swapped. The document. Huh? You said, are they planning on making more seasons? Here's what I think. Here's what I think. If this is an anthology, then they should go at some. Oh, in that sense, yeah. Then they should go at celebrities who are worshipped by, like, the public unreasonably. Like, like for example, if they do a second season, then they should tackle Kevin Samuels. <laughs> He's another one like that. I mean, there are grown-ass men that worship every word he... Every, that teeter on every word he said, even after his death. Yeah, but you know, the, you know how... You know the whole concept of how he became popular, right? Same thing that Andrew Tate does now. Well, what happened was he had a segment with a lady mm-hmm. and that shit went hella viral like what? really viral that's what put him on the platform and the reason why a lot of women call in knowing that they're still he's still gonna tell them a lot of bullshit mm-hmm. is in hopes that they're also gonna go viral oh yeah so get some money that, he was able to get a consistent audience he was yeah a lot of women would call in hoping that their footage would break the internet like the first one I will say this: some of the things he says make sense. Some, I agree. but, but some over of, some of them do. But for the most part, for the most part, he's, he's talking he, shit. Yeah, he's talking he's shit. He's talking a lot of shit for the most part. Yeah, talking like playing the role of a misogynist in order to get some money. You know, a broken clock is more correct at least once. So a, cor- yeah. a broken clock is at least is correct twice a day. Is it twice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Twice. Yeah. A.M. P.M. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah. so um, yeah, in that sense, he's gonna say some things that do make sense, but. A lot of the shit he says is a lot of, but he knows that. He knows that. He knows that. But what's it called? He he's that. he's not he's not completely self unaware. Yeah, exactly. Or rather, knew that he's dead. Exactly, exactly. And, um, I'm pretty sure the women know what to expect when they call in. But uh-huh. but they, 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 they they're looking they, to go viral. It's just today's and, and he knows that too. Shit. And he knows that too. He knows it as well. He knew that as well too. Yeah. Anywho. Y'all check this out. This shit is weird as fuck. Swarm is... Check it out. <laughs> it's a weird-ass fucking show, but check it out. You might have to watch it twice to catch certain things. Yes. I watched it... I did. I watched it three times. I watched it one and a half times, and then the rest, I kind of watched the recap to remind me of what happened. Um, but, yeah, that shit's crazy. It's really a satire on fame and how people get so obsessed over famous people. Yeah, it's real. It's it it is. Real. Like we said, it is real. Real phenomenal. If, I mean, defending like defending the castle and king that you don't know. No, no, no. It should never get that far. <laughs> no, it should never get. It should never be. It should never veer into homicidal territory. Factuals, my factuals. But y'all, I need y'all to comment, critique, and give us suggestions and other stuff that you know. You guys watch. I see y'all watch, but you don't do you don't talk, You don't you, do any of that. You don't. You don't. So but then again, in all fairness, we don't engage you as much either. I mean, I mean, the past month we haven't been on IG that much. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we, we need to engage y'all more. Put like posts. We gotta do better. Polls. 
I agree, sir. We yeah. gotta do better with that and get yeah. you engaged and make sure that you respond. Yeah. Because we love y'all. That's why we keep doing this. Yeah, shout out to my dude, three, my dudes and three black geeks because what's it called? They do shit like this and what's it called? I looked at them for a lot of their a lot of their podcasts to see what they do. And they manage they have fun they have they they, they engage your audience and, and and that's what leads to more fun. Absolutely. At some point we'll get to that. Hopefully, God willing. Yeah. At some point, as we are doing the podcast, we'll interact. Would you have, like, maybe do it through, like, a, a live session or whatnot? Like, maybe StreamYard or something and mm-hmm. have your comments as you're talking. Um, but that's something down the line. But for now, we just want to have you engaged in, like, feedback to the episodes. Yeah. Things that you want us to talk about. And tell us, that we tell, miss. tell us anything. Like, what's Even if you think it sucks, tell us that. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, uh, which one of y'all is trying to holler at my man Sai? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm playing with you. But, oh, yeah, he's actually saying yeah, so yeah. Yeah, the, um, the other side of my pillow is pretty cold. Yeah. You holler at him off camera. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with this episode. Holler at him off camera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, 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 you're the one that's touting me right now, nigga. You're my dog. I gotta look out for you, bro. Well, no doubt. Thank you, thank you, yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah. you. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But, yeah. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Want to add anything? Um, what's it called? Um, for this episode, do we do we miss anything? By the way, we didn't miss we didn't miss we didn't miss anything as far as I'm concerned as far as far sure, as topics. As crazy as this ep- this the show was, yeah. As in swarm, swarm, I'm pretty sure we missed a lot of details because the shit was fucking crazy. It was detailed. There was a lot of imagery so, in there that we missed. I am very curious to hear what the audience has to say that differs from ours because it could go either way. It's I mean, some some some, right? some people hated it. I know that for a fact. And they, and they and they have valid reasons as to why, but if you got that too, I was or pissed off it, too when I was watching it, but I couldn't stop because I wanted to see what the fuck the goal was. Yeah, but but I wouldn't say I'm pissed off. I'm still like, I'm still a little like, what the fuck did I just watch? Well, not <laughs> well, not. I mean, not on the level of like Tiger King or something like that. Because <laughs> I got tricked into watching that dumb shit. We all did. Hey, go ahead with your basket self, bro. <laughs> that bitch Carol Baskin. Go ahead with your basket self. But yeah, uh, special, special big up to Dominic uh, Fishback because she killed that role. She did. She's the reason why I am like, what the fuck did I watch? Because she really did a great job as She did a good Dre. job as Dre, yes. Yeah, she did. She'll, she's going to get an Emmy or Golden Globe so, nomination at least. She deserves it. Um and I follow her, and I will watch anything. She was in Transformers. I can't watch that shit though because which one? the first one, the one that's about to come out, or is already oh, out. The um, be- the Beast Masters or whatever. Yeah, I'm not I, I don't know. I don't the reason know. why I'm not watching that is because I am an original Transformers fan. I'm not trying to reveal my age, but I love Transformers as a child, and the movies have been terrible. Although the live act, the first live action one, the one in 07, that's been the only good one. It's the only one I own personally. Garbage. That was the only good one. I watched the first two. I watched the second one, hoping it would be better. Than you, the first you, you didn't. You didn't see that Easter egg with Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, bro. Let me, let me, Do, let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you this right quick. When I first saw that in the theater, when Prime first spoke, and we realized Peter Cullen, every guy that's our age in the theater got up, stood, and applauded. Some of the niggas were even crying. That doesn't take. That doesn't take away from the fact that the movie was garbage. Now that movie was that was the best one of all of them. The other movies were garbage. Let me tell you what I like into so you can relate to what I'm saying. All right, speak on it. Do you see how much you hate the X Men movies that have come out? 
Not hate, but well, well, well. Most of them I hated. Yes. Yes, because you are a real original X Men fan. The only good one has been X Two. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No good one, but relatively speaking, they've been terrible movies. The same applies for Transformers. As someone that watched it from childhood and knows. So did I. It's, nah, bro. Okay, the cartoon, nah, bro. the cartoon movie that came out in '86, that was a that good was one. Good. That, that was, was good. good. That the, was good. The '07 movie was good too. Everything after, anything after that, no. I can't call the no. '07 good, bro. No, the '07 was the only good one. <laughs> good luck with that. It was the only good one. Michael Bay don't know what he's doing, though. I granted, Michael Bay, Michael. He don't know what he's doing, though. <laughs> yep. Well, granted, Michael Bay, he he tells a story through explosions and action and whatnot. Look at Bad Boys. He fucks up the story, bro. He doesn't know how to tell a story. He doesn't know. I but I still, but I still enjoyed the 2007 Transformers film. The live action one is the only good one. I was like, okay, okay, I'm sold on this one. And it was around, it was around this time too, over 16 years ago, Fourth of July. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I was excited and I was disappointed. Uh, he was disappointed. But, I was okay with it. Anything after that? But yeah, back to the point of the matter is, shout out to Dominique Fishback because she killed the role and I will not be watching Transformers but anything that you make after that I will support give give Damson Idris his flowers dude mm-hmm. shout out to him too boy Nigel boy well, mm-hmm. shout out to Damson he did a, even though it was a brief it was a, it was only a brief part but it's like yeah, he he well. he knows what he knows what the hell he's doing I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a lot of uh roles coming up soon I, I know like a lot of his his production or, or catalog is mainly Netflix. He was in Black Mirror the, the 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 previous season back a few years ago. He was. He was one of the earlier ones. Same with Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. Yeah, so, but, yeah, yeah they homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they go back. They they started from ends. <laughs> so shout out to them and um, yeah, big up to to uh, more of the, our black actors and actresses coming up in the game. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, so anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, comment, subscribe, pass it around. Yeah, pass it around, take a picture. We don't care, just as long as you know our name is out there. For real. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all gang, we love y'all and um. Gang, 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 gang. We look forward to uh, season. I said season. Episode four. We're, episode four, yeah. Shout out next month, July. Yeah. We're gonna be doing something then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, watch, watch our podcast. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out on 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 Instagram. I'm on YouTube, pretty much everywhere we got a podcast at. We're we're all over the place, all day, every day. Three hundred one color commentators. Note. So on that note, we're out. Out. Peace. Yeah.